Hello and welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're excited I, to be here. I am Mike. This is Cozy. We had a tremendous response to the last episode. We did, and we've heard from the people. And a thing in a democracy is we have to hear from the people. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, how are we gonna how are we gonna vote? To re- it's a representative democracy. How are we gonna vote for everybody if we don't listen to everybody? And we've heard from you. The laws have passed. We're going to get you some new laws. We are. We're bringing them to you today, tomorrow, and for the foreseeable next 80 years. <laughs> yeah. Can we get on the... I'm realizing this, how much bigger of an issue this is. Because we've got to ban the, the child alcohol. But there's this, there's this much broader problem that you're tapping into. And this is going to be hard to regulate. Because I want adults to be adults. And... And I don't want to be vague on that. Like, I just want adults to be organized, um, dignified, respectable. And, and there's a huge difference between how you act as adults in, in the privacy of your own home versus how you act as adults in society. But, I mean, I felt like an adult sitting in that Starbucks reserve yesterday. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, that's and, the- and not in a sanctimonious way. In just a, like... This is what adults do. This, this is, is what adults do. I'm, in, I'm I'm enjoying just sitting in this Starbucks roastery, drinking, nursing my drink. Right. Well, and see, that's that's the thing. That's a drink nice... that a 13 year old would hate, by the way. Correct. And that's the nice thing. Like that experience is almost as close to a bar experience as you would get. Because I know you don't go sit in right. bars and just nurse your drinks. No, you, you just drink them straight at home out of the bottle. I get that. You just go there uh, and ask girls about their dad and hope that it turns into a pickup line. Now, right. I know how bars work. <laughs> <laughs> but in a, in a true bar, and um, although you don't drink, one of the times you come down to Portland, we'll take you to like the Kennedy School McMinimins because oh. they have bars that, ironically, the very thing I complained about, the child's like, alcohol, this is actually an elementary school that's been turned into multiple bars owned by McMinimins. Except that it's <laughs> <laughs> except that it's not okay aimed at you being a child. No, they're taking it back. Right. This is exactly what we need. It's aimed at hey, this is a cool aesthetic for a bar. Like this is a cool like I feel like I can sit here and relax without the stress of a regular bar, and it has some really cool aesthetic to it. Um, they have a movie theater there, a hotel, all of that. Like, you can stay in a classroom overnight, mm-hmm. um, except now it's a hotel room, right? They took it back. It was a school that was going to be demolished, and they changed it into a huge resort-type place. You would appreciate the aesthetic, because there's one bar. It's called the Janitor's, or I think it's the Broiler Bar, and it's in the old Broiler Room. Okay. Broiler doesn't work anymore, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay. But... It's a fairly small bar. It's no bigger than probably half the size of the current room we're in. Ten, ten by twenty for the room we're in, but like yeah. the space is like a ten by ten yeah. bar space where it just has a bar on one of the walls. It fits about twenty people, but you can sit there for just hours, and you're just like, this is what it feels like to be an adult who just relaxes. That's what that feeling was yesterday. Yeah, we sat in Starbucks, and that's the feeling you get when you're actually at a bar. Is like I can sit here for an hour and a half and talk while sipping a drink. And guess what? It's not the chain restaurant running up to me. Do you need anything else? Are you good? Do you want you know? Like they're not trying to turn the tabletop. No, I think that's big because here's here's something else. This is the kid thing. Okay, so when you're a kid, what are the things you like as a kid? 
you like things that are flashy. So when you have a hot dog as a kid, you just want ketchup because it's super sugary. Right. Is, I hate as, ketchup on hot dogs now. See, now, yeah, when you grow up, what do you want? You want maybe deli mustard. You, uh-huh. want, you want onions. and st- Like, you start kind of going a little nuts with it. Um, we got Seattle dogs here where they'll put cream cheese on it, which actually wor- works surprisingly well. So your, ta- your tastes adapt because when you're, when you're a kid, you can only respond to sugar and basic things. And we were talking about that with Halloween candy. All of the Halloween candy as a kid that you kind of get thrown your way, that everything that's Halloween specific is stuff like dots where it's just cheap, crappy candy, but it's, Ooh, it's on a piece of flat sheet paper and you can eat it off of there or something like that. Or, you know, nobody really likes giant lollipops, but they look fancy. So there's this whole appeal of like, uh, we want something that's just kind of catchy, flashy as a kid. And, as you get older, it's like, no, I just want this al- I just want this alcohol. So this is where it's starting to steep in with that cherry cola. It's like, but we got some cherry cola on it. And I've noticed this around maybe three, four years ago is where it really kicked into high gear. Is they stopped trying to sell food and drinks to us in a way of like, hey, this is the best beer. Hey, this is the best pizza. No, we, we put cherry cola in this beer. Because I kid you not. I was looking this up while you were talking. I apologize. And I was thinking to myself, what's the most outrageous thing I could put in a beer? And does it really exist? Sriracha beer. I can purchase it for $13.99 online. Sriracha flavored beer. Sriracha's already its own flavor. Beer's already its own flavor. Why would you want that in a beverage? But they sell it. They made it. There's a place that produces this and sells it. It's... They're now just trying to trick you into trying that because everyone knows you don't sit around and think that would be good. You know what would make this beer better is sriracha. They 100% know that that's not actually what's going through your mind. Here's what they do know is going to go through your mind, Cozy. Well, that's so crazy. I have to try it. And now everything is doing that. We were going through the chip aisle yesterday. It used to just be a thing that was called chips. It's like, hey, do you like potatoes? Where we slice them real thin and fry them now. Like, oh, that's tasty. Hey, do you want, we could put some ridges on them too. Oh, well, that's, you know, that'll change. It's unnecessary. It changes the mouthfeel in an unnecessary way, but sure. It's like, okay, so it's a, it's a salty fried potato. Very simple. Hey, you know what we could do to that potato for you? Put some barbecue flavoring on it. Ooh, that could be good. Ooh, do you like, do you like the vinegar taste? Oh, we could give you these salt and vinegar chips. And it just kind of starts branching out. It's like, well, we can also make them from corn. Oh, there's corn chips. Yeah, you can dip it in stuff. It's good. And then they just kept adding more and more things to it. Sour cream and onion. Okay, yeah, that works. Because you'd put sour cream and onion on a potato. Right. So that makes perfect sense. Then, and I think the the real branch out there was, and it's sad because I actually enjoy these chips. The sour cream and cheddar, or cheddar and sour cream chip, yeah. which is like, oh, okay, well, I'd put cheddar cheese on a, yeah, yeah. On a potato with some sour cream, but I feel like that was the first step into the, well, how far can we go? Because yes. then, as we saw yesterday, we saw classic hot wing chips, which, by the way, <laughs> it's not enough. Was that Lay's? Yes. It's not <laughs> enough that... I could have a hot sauce chip. I might even be able to justify yeah. a hot sauce chip. 
Yeah. Why does my chip need to taste like chicken? Classic chicken. Or the loaded baked potato chip, which I understand goes in the same kind of philosophy of like, well, I'd put cheddar and sour cream on a, ch- on a baked potato, yeah. except I don't want a loaded baked potato because if I did, I'd have a loaded baked potato. Yeah. I want a chip. Um, what else did we Chips see? are chip flavored. Chips are chip flavored. No, you can add little spruces to it. I think, I think that's our thing is they're not trying to be like, hey, you know what would make this chip a little bit better is vinegar. You know what would make it a little better is barbecue sauce. They're now just trying to make the chips other things. Because I'll tell you this. Cozy, we've never been sitting around saying, you know it would be great with these chips. I wish I could dip them in some Korean barbecue. But guess what? Safeway sells Korean barbecue chips. I don't know what that flavor is. But here's what they're trying to do. It's, well, I should try it, right? Um, I've never been going around, you know what would make these chips better? Pepperoncinis. There's pepperoncini kettle chips. You know what would make this? Oh, you know what would make it great? Avocado oil. Not guacamole flavor, because you would put chips in guacamole. Avocado oil. These are all real Hold chip on, brands on. on the same chip aisle. You know what I really want? What? The milk chocolate chip. There was a milk chocolate chip. I was wrong. I thought you were kidding, and I apologize. Uh, what about a creamy garlic Caesar salad chip? <laughs> I was going to play a game where I say, which of these chip flavors am I just making up? Except we're making none of them up. Oh, Cozy, have you ever been sitting around? You're like, gee, I sure love these chips, but I wish I had some Southern style biscuits and gravy to dip them in. (laughs) Nope, that's a real chip flavor. And no, this isn't a Photoshop thing online. This is a real thing I saw with my own eyes and stopped you to say, are you looking at this too? The same way in A Beautiful Mind, he should have said, do you see these other fake people talking to me or these hallucinations? (laughs) I was like, please tell me I'm insane so I can be locked up because I... Obviously, the world where there's Lay's uh, Southern-style biscuits and gravy potato chips, that can't be real. No, that's real. Well, you know what we, you know how um, The Office tried to make the spinoff into the farm with Dwight and his beet farm? I know where they failed. They should have made a beetroot soup-flavored chip. <laughs> you can have a pigs-in-blankets-flavored <laughs> chip. Is there any so is there anything that can't be added as a flavor? Can you just add in there Starbucks coffee style chips? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, get on, get on. I need hold on. I got to email Starbucks because I got a million. <laughs> Let's have all the coffee flavors because you got to have Stumptown coffee in there. You got to exactly. have Cafe Vita. You can't just have Starbucks. You know what I would love is if that vegan girl <laughs> was having these chips. I was like, oh, I don't get the Starbucks one. I only go to Cafe Vita. <laughs> I, su- I support our local smaller brands. Well, and, and here's the thing. You know what I've always. I, I'm sure you've experienced. You're sitting on the couch, you reach your hand in the chip, and you're like, man, you know what I really want is I want some grilled cheese and ketchup. <laughs> but they make Wait a, a chip minute. for you now. But those are two different things. Okay, bis- biscuits and gravy go together, but you don't have grilled cheese with ketchup. How about a cheddar bacon mac and cheese chip? <laughs> is there any... You know what I really hope they do? Is put some wasabi with ginger in a chip. Oh, wait. They already did. Um, we've got butter garlic scallop chip. Your chip can taste like a scallop. Wait. Scallops are just non-fried sliced potatoes. Then just don't fry it. And then it's like a scallop. 
Um, cinnamon and sugar in white chocolate peppermint chips. Actually, I want to try that one. That does sound good. Do you know? <laughs> oh, no, I'm falling for it. Ready? So you know how like you go somewhere fancy and you get like some a chip or a little piece of bread and you get some brie on it and you eat that brie? Yeah. Well, now Doritos makes... Doritos, mind you, makes a brie-flavored <laughs> chip. You know what I love? I would love them to pick the thing that's the most unlike what they're making and see how far they can get to it. Like, we're going to make a corn chip-flavored potato chip. And we're going to make a potato chip-flavored corn chip. We're just going to jump right around insanity and come right back around. It's graham cracker-flavored tortilla chip. I can't... Everything oh, I, idea I, I, I have that's stupid is less stupid than the things we're actually looking at. Well, because I was going to say with the graham cracker one, you got close because there's a cinnamon bun-flavored chip. <laughs> um, we also have chicken and waffles-flavored. Well, okay, see that. See, that's the thing. Is Immediately, I'm like, I want to try what that's like. I know it's bad. And here's, here's the worst part of all of it. Within the mix of all of this, there are some really good chips that have been created. There's Maui, the Maui Sweet and Onion Chip. Uh-huh. That's, that's a great chip. And here's I what like I hate. I like the Kula barbecue chip. There's some very good chips out there. And they're on this spectrum, very simple chips. And what I hate is the whole chip aisle is being filled with these novelty chips. Like, I would say well over 50% of the chips in the chip aisle are ridiculous. It's it's some version of like oh finally we have flaming hot Cheetos and strawberry Nestle quick flavored Cheetos. Okay, so I'm gonna show you a picture just so our audience know you'll be able to just you, okay you're gonna start laughing. All right, because I know just like three minutes ago you named a chip ironically. Oh no, no, that has to be photoshopped. <laughs> you proved to me that that's a real chip. Lay's cappuccino flavor. I love the idea too that somebody's like, well, I like coffee, but I want some frothy milk in it. I, I want an espresso with frothy milk. I can't just have regular coffee. Well, and I love because that was like, was that not just three minutes ago? The that example. Was, yeah, of the, I mean, this would be when we get to the way outrageous. I can't parody this. I can't parody this, Cozy. I can't come up with a thing that's ridiculous. They've already made the most ridiculous things. Because here's the thing: they have a lab of scientists who just sit around. They're like, "What's the most ridiculous gimmicky thing we can put on this food?" And that's why they picked that because they know that I'm going to look at that a southern biscuits and gravy, and that I'm going to look at the sriracha chips. I'm going to look at the Korean barbecue chips, and I'm going to think to myself. Well, that's just so crazy. I have to try it. And well, and that was fun. That was fun for a while. But now everything is trying to do that. Well, and that's the thing. Put some it's, honey on your deep dish pizza. <laughs> I liked that deep dish pizza. I but just don't, don't put honey, honey on it. That's what they're saying um, is add some crazier stuff. Um, what I want, I want you to picture a world where America's leading scientists are the guys making the chips. <laughs> Like, we're not hearing diseases anymore. Our leading scientists, the top scientific minds we have, are trying to figure out how can I put coffee and peanut butter. We should move to our second law. Real quick, do you you remember uh, those infomercials in the 90s? And it would always be for like, it'd be like that British guy making pans, or it would be the, um, what was it? It would be like the space age mattresses it'd be like 
and they would always say like this is NASA technology and you just picture like NASA scientists are just working hard to develop the best Teflon pans and the best mattresses and the best way to get stains out of a carpet with OxyClean that's that's what's happened is we've taken we've taken all of them off of cancer research and just figuring them out figuring out how to make things so you're right no more child alcohol uh i got a simpler law this one's going to take effect immediately i enjoy a good dessert every now and then and there's this nice dessert item called cookies maybe you've heard of it but mike i thought they were for breakfast <laughs> That's what Cookie Crisp told me. It's like, yeah, yeah, cookies for breakfast. That was the one breakfast cereal I wasn't allowed to have as a kid. I think that's the one breakfast cereal no kid's allowed. I don't know how there's still a breakfast cereal. It's amazing. I don't understand the laws of breakfast. You could eat some of the most ridiculous. That is no different than candy. The You're just uh, eating mini cookies. The other breakfast cereal I couldn't have. I could have its better known sibling, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but I was not allowed French Toast Crunch. That was just a bridge too far? That Well, I think it was because my parents' idea was like, well, that's just too sugary. Except that I would have French toast at breakfast anyway. Like, right. you could have French toast for breakfast. But if I put it in a small cereal form, I can't have it. We got to come up with some... There's some breakfast rules. We got to fix breakfast. But um, cookies. So cookies. So I like a good cookie. And as you know, I work in an office. And something that you don't get used to, working retail or working outdoors, is... In offices, people like to bring cookies. Now, here's the problem. This fits into the people purchasing things for other people. Is you buy these batches of cookies. And you think to yourself, I don't necessarily... This is not a the best cookie. This is not a particularly good cookie. But this is enough cookies to go around. And there's one that is, will almost always do the job. And it's chocolate chip cookie. I think we can all agree that that is the default cookie. When you s- picture a cookie in your mind, you are picking picturing a chocolate chip cookie and there's a lot of range even within that i'm picturing a vegan cookie with some nuts and maybe a couple of craisins yes see and even then that's when you start getting me i was like it's a chocolate chip cookie it should just be the cookie dough with the chocolate chips in it when you start throwing in walnuts when you start throwing in craisins in there that's when you you may as well have not made anything you know, if you want to put, like, an M&M in there, that's one thing. But it's a different cookie. If you want to put macadamia nuts in there, okay, it's a different cookie. So what, what's happened to me a lot is I will go over and be like, even a mediocre chocolate chip cookie is still pretty good. So I'll go over and walk, and I'll be all excited. I'm like, look at this giant batch of chocolate chip cookies. Look right there. I can see in the distance it's a chocolate chip cookie. There's those little chocolate chips in there. And I get all the way up. I reach in and I grab it with my hand. And I will bite into this supposedly chocolate chip cookie. But instantly turns into garbage in my mouth. It's like the transubstantiation of cookies. Where the Pope has come and blessed it and turned it into garbage. I'm like, what has happened? Has it become the body of trash? <laughs> is, it, is it reverse transubstantiation where it turns into the body of the devil as I eat it? I'm like, what is this garbage? And I pull it out and I realize it's not chocolate chip. It is oatmeal raisin. Here's my new law. All oatmeal raisin cookies have to be baked with neon pink cookie dough. And oatmeal isn't cookie dough. 
It needs to be neon pink because I swear there is nothing worse in this world than thinking that you're going to get a chocolate chip cookie and it turns out to be an oatmeal raisin cookie. What do you eat when you're trying to gain weight? Chocolate chip cookies. What do you eat when you're like, well, I should lay off the chocolate chip cookies? Oatmeal and raisins. These are as far <laughs> as you could get on the spectrum. It'd be like, gee, sure would be a nice deep dish pizza. Oh, it turns out it's celery looking like a deep dish pizza. <laughs> That's how far of a jump it makes in that spectrum. So I want everything to be, it could be neon pink, it could be neon green, it could be anything, but it has to look so much not like a chocolate chip cookie that I could never possibly make that mistake ever again. New rule goes into effect immediately. I agree. I do think one of the funnier things is that you think most of our audience know what the word transubstantiation means. <laughs> um, I don't even know that most Catholics know what that word means. That's interesting. <laughs> um, so you guys know what that means. It means that we the one thing gets blessed and turns into something else think, in the middle of its blessing. Yeah, how many people know that? I bet um, that'd be interesting. I would like to know how many of our people needed Because I still said the Pope came and blessed it. I'm assuming we have a very highbrow audience. But yes, it's, it's where... Um, so this is a Catholic thing. Um, everybody, everybody knows with communion, it is eating of bread and drinking of wine to remember Christ's death. And in the Catholic but Church, you get to Catholic drink actual Church, wine. Yes. Um, it's one of their big selling points. But it's that this is not literal. This is not figurative bread, bread and, and wine. wine. It's literal the, body and blood. It is. This has been blessed, and this is literally the body of Christ. This is literally his blood. So when he says the Pope came and blessed it and turned <laughs> it into a body of trash, he means it was a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> And, and it was magically changed, changed especially to into an the raisin. awfulness that is an oatmeal raisin um, cookie. Well, because and here's what here's what bugs me is it's not like it's oh I thought it was my favorite cookie, but it's actually my second favorite cookie. Like there's so many cookies better than oatmeal raisin, and I hate that it's like the second most popular. When it, if somebody's going to buy a batch of cookies for everybody, the number one is chocolate chip, but number two is going to be oatmeal raisin. Well, and here's the thing. It's never an oatmeal raisin cookie that's sitting in a tray that looks like a Chip Ahoy tray. Right. It's the, I bought these at the store bakery section mm-hmm. cookies, and they were on sale, because you can always see the big $5 sticker. I know. It, and they're on sale. And so, it's not even that I've gone out and I bought a cookie I think other people want. Right. Even though I want to buy it for myself. Um, maybe... And I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they got there and the chocolate chips were out. And they're like, oh, well, I'm going to grab these other. Yeah. Maybe they made yeah. the same Maybe mistake. that thing that's never happened in the history of Earth happened that one time. Right. You're right. Maybe they made the same mistake. They thought they were chocolate chip from far away. And they got them and they didn't really pay attention because they're not eating the cookie. And they bought it. Or more likely, they just were like, eh, screw everybody else. I'm, buying, I'm not going to buy them the top tier cookie because that sets a standard I can't maintain. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to buy them the second tier cookie. So they buy the oatmeal raisin, except that it's... Have you ever noticed there's no mass-produced oatmeal raisin cookies? Oh I dare you to go down the cookie aisle and immediately point out to me the mass-produced oatmeal raisin cookie. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm really thinking about this, because we looked at the cookie aisle yesterday. Yeah, I don't remember seeing one. We saw well, the, and how many variations on the chocolate chip did we see? Correct. And we saw Nutter Butters, and we saw all kinds of other cookies. See that... That's the thing. This this is like a cookie that can't survive on the free market. It needs other people just bringing it in. Right. Because here's 
I want to test this out sometime today. I want to find a bakery somewhere, and I want to see if they even make oatmeal raisin. I'm trying to picture this. Mrs. Fields cookie? Okay, when you're at the mall and they just make these giant baked cookies, I know that they make chocolate chip. I know that they make snickerdoodles. Do they make oatmeal raisin? Because I can, I can off the top of my head, what, think of like 15 cookies. Okay, so chocolate chip's number one. Uh, we got peanut butter cookies. We got uh, macaroons, snickerdoodles, uh, malamars. Biscotti, if you want to count that. Danish buttermilk. Pepperidge Farm cookies. And he, all but two of the Girl Scout cookies. Right. Co- coconut cookies. Gingerbread cookies. Fortune cookies. Gin- ginger snaps. Nilla wafers. Nutter butters. Oreos. Double stuff Oreos. All of those are better. And it's like, why, why can't you just grab that? And I know the store has all of those. Oreos are so popular. There's so many versions of Oreos. Chocolate chip cookies are so popular. There's multiple versions of Oreos. Right. There's multiple versions of Chips Ahoy because it's not just the chewy versus the regular Chips Ahoy. It, just in the chewy section, we saw, oh, you can throw it. You can have it's chocolate chewy. Oh, it's uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups chewy. Well, the issue is, so they have to go to the bakery to buy the oatmeal cookies. I've never seen them in a non-bakery type packaging. But then on top of that, it's the audacity to come in... It's this feeling, you get some altruistic feeling of like, well, I brought the office cookies today. Mm-hmm. You're going to be upset about the type of cookie? It's the, well, we're ordering pizza, so let's order the one pizza nobody wants. Let's get the combo pizza. Oh, right? Um, it's pizza. the, well, we're buying drinks for everybody. Like, we're going to provide drinks at the barbecue for everybody. But I- it's not Coke, or it's not even Pepsi. We're not even going to go RC Cola we're getting the Dr. Thunder. <laughs> this guy got his PhD <laughs> from some shady online university. This guy got his degree from, you know, like... American Freedom Liberty College right. USA slash Smog Check Center. Right. That's where that guy got <laughs> his. That guy got the, and Dr. Thunder's rolling on up in that, you know... Cooler, like, oh, well, do you got Dr. Pepper? No, but we got Dr. Thunder. We'll sell it to you for the same price we would a Dr. Pepper. Right. Well, but can I have Dr. What, what about Pib Extra? Not Mr. Pib. It's so funny to me. Because he dropped the Mr. and just became Extra. He was the first gender fluid soda we could get. Oh. Um, but we got to get Dr. Thunder. Not even Dr. Skipper, which I'd settle for in a lawsuit if I had to. <laughs> and they're like, well, you can have Dr. Skipper. It's kind of blowing my mind at this point because here I am thinking it's one thing that there's generic versions of drugs because when you have that patent, you make a lot of money off of a drug patent. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like now anyone can make it after 17 years, I think, is the cutoff. But when you think about like soda, it's already like $1.39 for a two liter and someone's coming along. Well, you can get diet right. That's 89 cents. I can save you... 40 cents off this, that tub of pop you're going to buy. Right. I, there was one I remember it was called uh, Big Fizz, and it was three liters. I remember Big Fizz. <laughs> that was its selling point. This is three liters of soda. Do you know where you can find Big Fizz? I know where you can find Big Fizz. Today. No, where is it? The 99 cent only store. <gasps> That's where it's ended up. You can get Big Fizz there, and it's three liters for 99 cents. It's like there's a party in your mouth. And everybody's throwing up. Uh, and, there, and, and that is the selling point, right? We can save you 40 cents plus you get another liter. <laughs> well, that's how you know it's good. Plenty of quantity. Right. <laughs> Do you want a medium amount of good pizza or an unlimited amount of okay pizza? 
a medium amount of good pizza is the answer to that question. Yeah. But no, the the oatmeal raisin cookie is that. And then the then your coworker brings it in. And of course, it's always the last cookie left in any buffet. It's the last cookie left in any line of desserts. People, I, I have gone to a buffet table at work before because um, we throw buffets pretty much around any major holiday and we all bring in food, right? I've gone to a buffet table at work before and I go to the dessert table and there I can either have um, a fruit cake, piece of fruit cake or an oatmeal raisin cookie. Those are my last two options and I choose a bullet. So, you know, <laughs> um, that's how much oatmeal raisin, like it's the one thing that everybody's trying to pawn off at the end of the party. Like, well, take some cookies home. They don't tell you what cookie it is, but they're like, here, right. take some cookies home. And then people wonder why four days later, the oatmeal cookie is still that, got three left in the container. Nobody learns that lesson. And that, that's what bugs me is because, as you know, I, I've done multiple jobs, been somewhat in charge of purchasing food orders. And one thing I do every single time is I pay attention. What's left over? Whatever's left over, don't get anymore. And that's, that's my ultimate disdain for combo pizza is we kept getting it and nobody was eating it. And why was I the only one realizing, why are we buying all this combo pizza if nobody's eating it? Get rid of that. Figure out what went fastest. Double up on that. It's, it's very simple. I, don't, I have a master's degree, but I don't think I needed one to figure that out. Right. I think that that should just be a thing that we do naturally. And it's the same thing with the cookies. Do you know how long we bought... Because obviously I'm mad about the last time that a bunch of cookies were brought to our office. The chocolate chip cookies left that day. The oatmeal raisin cookies were around a full week later. And what bugs me is whoever brought those horrible monstrosity of a cookie and set it on that thing, they will never have to pay the price for that. They will never feel the scorn because that's worse than doing nothing. I would rather you just steal money from me than put those cookies in front of me. Right. But they will not, they will not, and no one else at the office will take responsibility for the fact and realize we just stop getting those because they're worthless because eventually they get eaten. That's the problem is people pick at it because it's free food and I don't want to get up and make decisions. And this is right here. Right. I'll just eat these empty calories. I would go so far as to say it's the only cookie I would put under sugar cookies because sugar cookie is oatmeal raisin without the effort. Right. It's it's like you were it's it's like oh I'm going to make cookies from scratch. And then you just put the scratch in and then you forgot to make the cookies from it. <laughs> like it's it's a cracker with sugar on it. Part of it is also I mean the reason oatmeal raisin cookies eventually get eaten eaten is because when you're in prison, you eventually eat the food you're given because yeah. it's just there and you need to eat. Yeah. And so that's what it's like. Like, well, my workplace bought this and I do need to eat. So <laughs> I might as well just eat it eventually. I might break a tooth on it. Maybe I'll make a shank out of it to stab a coworker later. No, this is a big problem uh, with our diets in general, particularly in America, is there's just this feeling of like it's compulsive eating. Like it's like it's not even making you happy anymore. No. It's, well, I ordered all this thing. I better eat all of it, which makes no sense. Or it's around. I better just eat it. No, that doesn't make any sense either. Like we're, we're just defaulting to these basic urges that we have to help us survive. But we've created a world where we don't need to eat everything that we run into. Right. We, it, we don't need to be like, I better stuff up on calories because who knows when the next time I'm going to get a good food supply is. The answer is you will now always have a good food supply forever. You never need to worry about being hungry. You never need to worry about being thirsty. So stop eating like it. 
we need to drill this into our heads and this needs to be fixed on a societal level. This needs to be preached all the time is just stop eating compulsively. You'll be happier. You'll feel less gross. You will be thinner. You won't have to go to the doctor and have him explain to you how your heart can't possibly sustain all of this cookie going through your bloodstream anymore. Yeah. And so I, I agree. Oatmeal raisin cookies need to be a different color that is very easy to see yes. from afar. And neon pink does that. Neon pink. Because uh, I can't stop you from making them. But I... There is a... There's laws against false advertisement. Right. If you just make a cookie that is filled with poison and you leave it out, I don't know the specific law you're breaking, but I'm pretty sure a jury's going to put you away. Right. Therefore, don't make it look like that. You can't just... You can't just slap Rolex on any watch and say that that's okay. So why can't you give people oatmeal cookies? I agree. I you, agree. You can't feed poison to a child. How come you can give them an oatmeal raisin cookie? <laughs> but you can't feed poison to a child. <laughs> I used to watch people do it all the time at Starbucks. They'd come in and they're... Mike, okay, we're going to diverge here for a moment, but... Please. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked at Starbucks down in Southern California... There was this family, now, I'm not going to name the ethnicity, but it is Southern California, so... Okay. okay. I'm also... You'll be able to tell their body type by what they ordered. Okay. They ordered... It was two adults and a child. They ordered two Vente Extra Caramel caramel Frappuccinos. And then... And by the way, the child was, like, under the age of three. Okay. They ordered a Grande Strawberries and Cream Frappuccino for their child. Now, it's one thing for me to say, well, the parents, they were obese. I don't want to say morbidly. Okay. But they were definitely heavier than even the average American, probably. Their child, who's under the age of three, is just one giant log. <laughs> like, I kid you not, she looked like she could have taken on Mayweather... In the fight this past week <laughs> without training. Like, if I went to pick this child up, I'd throw my back out <laughs> and have to ask for a couple of other people to come help me lift them. This child had to weigh at least 170 pounds as a three year old. Wow. I can't even picture that. You know what Slimer looks like in Ghostbusters? <laughs> Add 40 pounds to him, give him a couple of legs, and link, like, Beef up his arms, and that's what you get. Wow. I looked at those parents, and, and see, here's the thing. I legally have to serve them. I can't deny them service. Right. Even though ethically, I'm sitting here thinking, like, you're going to kill your... Your child is going to have a heart attack by age five. Yeah. Your child's probably already diabetic. I watched that child then gulp that grande strawberries and cream frappuccino, and then reach for mom's drink, and mom gave them their drink. That's where our dieting in America has gotten us. By the way, they're the people who then end up suing McDonald's because, well, I didn't know it was unhealthy. (laughs) Oh, that's so sad. That's what the two girls who sued McDonald's claimed. Well, we got fat because I didn't realize McDonald's was unhealthy. They didn't tell me. Why is it McDonald's responsibility to tell you that the food you're eating from McDonald's is crap? Did we go to Dick's yesterday and they're like, oh, here you go. Here's your burger. Oh, by the way, if you ate this for every meal, for every day, for five (laughs) times a day, for 40 years, you're going to die from a heart attack. (laughs) That's sad. I'm just depressed now. I need some, I need some cherry cola alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) 
watch that tree call it alcohol down with um I'm, I'm, I need some biscuits and gravy lace chips biscuits and gravy lace chips and then you know the other thing that actually fits into the category mm. of that okay so you remember like in the when cigarettes first came out there were a bunch of uh flavored cigarettes I don't remember that. Oh, well, we were, by the time we were kids, they had outlawed that. But when cigarettes (laughs) first came out. We were at the edge of Joe Camel when they realized, hey, you're trying to market to kids, Uh, you sick people. (laughs) When they first came out, there was like strawberry flavor and raspberry flavored cigarettes. Because guess what? Who were they trying to market to? Wow. They were trying to market to kids. I did not know that. And then the government came along and said, well, smoking's horribly bad for you and you can't market to children. So you have to stop with running advertisements on TV. And you can't have flavored cigarettes outside of menthol and regular. Okay. Okay. Then we grew up and Joe Camel got kicked off the float in the parade. And, mm-hmm. you know, sorry, you no longer can advertise at all. Which the cigarette industry, I'm sure, was like, oh, poor us. We can't advertise a substance that people get addicted to. And then forever we'll buy it $12 a pack. <laughs> 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 Except what's been very popular since... Mm, the last five years hmm. vape pens yes right because they're they're healthier for you they're it's just the nicotine it's just the nicotine it's just the tobacco it's not any of the tar or anything like right. that um, except that they're not healthier they actually are even more like i would rather be in a movie theater and see somebody smoking a straight up cigarette than a stupid vape pen because um, at least with a cigarette, I'm like, yeah, that guy's willing to break the rules. He must be a tough old man. Cigarettes give you cancer, but vape pens are visual cancer. Right. So you have to compare those two things. Um, and there's good research to show that vape pens actually also give you cancer um, coming out now. But, you know, but here's the thing. Vape pens have flavored tobacco because you can have a blueberry flavored tobacco nicotine mix you can have a strawberry because there's no laws against them having that at this moment and i think that's just yet again here's an industry trying to go we know cigarette smoking has gone down in the last decade decade and a half we know that the tobacco industry is beginning to i'm going to use hurt in a relative term 600 million compared to 700 million i'm sure is a hurt when you're used to the 700 but it's not a hurt when you're not but they are now having they're advertising to 23 to 35 year olds of hey you can get flavored tobacco you can have whatever you want in your vape pen you can get your weed in 13 of the 50 states that it's now legal in in a flavored version so you don't actually have to taste the weed and instead you just taste pineapple blueberry yeah by the way that is an actual flavor of (laughs) pineapple blueberry so that's my law I like the law. I'm actually going to piggyback on that law because right. my second law deals with cookies. Well, I mean, it deals with a lot of stuff, but I'm going to attack t- cookies. And that is this. We are going to outlaw generic brands stealing the color schemes and packaging <laughs> of nationally known brands. Okay. And here's why. I walked into QFC yesterday. I went to the cookie aisle. There were Chips Ahoy, and then, and conveniently placed right next to the Chips Ahoy, so that you could innocently grab it and not know you were making the mistake, was Chipmate chocolate chip cookies. Same lettering as Chips Ahoy, 
Um, by the way, they say chipmate because ahoy is like a pirate term and mate <laughs> is like a pirate term. Right? So maybe you get a little confused and you're like, oh, well, wait a minute. Was Chips Ahoy the brand name one or is, right? I mean, God forbid we live in a world where you don't know that Chips Ahoy is the brand cookie, but they, they have the same lettering. They even have the same schemes, right? And then the same color scheme, blue packaging for the regular Chipmate in the same size package, red packaging for the chewy Chipmate. Mm-hmm. By the way, the more words you throw on the packaging, the less you'll notice that it's not the actual brand name yeah. you're choosing. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I give it to generic brand for trying to compete and being like, hey, we make our bosses more money because we're in-house brand. However, you don't get to make more money by being a falsely advertised version <laughs> of, the, of the brand name cookie. And this happens everywhere. Think about generic brand sodas. Dr. Thunder, Dr. Skipper, they both have the burgundy, yeah. purple colored cans that Dr. Pepper has. Dr. Pepper worked hard for his PhD. He had to go to like Harvard <laughs> school for soda. Dr. Skipper went to like a state college. And then Dr. Thunder gets his from American Freedom Liberty University slash quick pay <laughs> smog check. Slash uh, cash check center. Um, the No, it's funny. And I'm realizing what these problems have in common is because we're talking about. I want to go back to a time when when they're selling you food. They're, they're pitching it on this is good food. This is the best food. You were you you're going to want to eat this food. You're going to eat it, enjoy it. You're going to want to keep coming back. But now they've decided it's too difficult to market that way. We got to trick people. We have to trick people, and by putting something so outrageous on this cover that it's like, oh, I'll try it, or. Hey, maybe if this looks exactly like Chewy Chips Ahoy, people will accidentally buy it. Because do you know who? Do you know the uh, brand Asylum is for films? Yes, I do. So, Asylum has had this marketing scheme for a while, and it's and brilliant if you're if you're the owner of Asylum. It's oh, it's 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 absolutely brilliant. I cannot impeach it impeach it in any way in a marketing sense. I can just impeach it morally. Because here's what happens. Um, movies take a long time to make. So when you're going to make Transformers, per se, that's known well over a year in advance. So what does Asylum do? We're going to make a video. Back when we used to... It used to work more in video stores. Now they they probably are having a rougher time. Um, But it works in a red box as well. Mm -hmm. Is you come up with, okay, I can't make Transformers because we only have $30,000 to make a movie. We're going to make a super cheap version and guess what we're going to call it? Transmorphers. Hey, did you see that movie? 10,000 BC is coming up? Guess what? We're coming up with 100,000 BC. And we're hoping, because of the lettering, it's going to be right next to it in the video store. And you're just going to take it by accident. So it's, it's a marketing scheme deliberately tried to trick it. And it's, this, it's got to be the same people behind the, making the generic cookies. No, it is. And, well, and I'm looking up. You, amend, you had mentioned that they're probably hurting because now it worked better in a movie store than... Mm -hmm. except that I had remembered and I'm just confirming now almost every one of Asylum's movies is on their production budget is well under a million dollars for almost every one of their movies yes I've seen them cozy I Uh, know there's no way money was spent on them so I want you to imagine that if I make a movie for Mm $500,000 I only have to get a million people to make the mistake at a red box for a dollar to rent it to double my production budget correct and you know that's going to happen. You know that there's... A, mi- a million's a lot. 
It is until you're like, well, but there's 320 million people in our nation. <laughs> and, and then you also have to like factor in that we're talking about this is the Asylum's the production company behind Sharknado. Oh, that's right. Um, and so they're on Sharknado 6 now. Right? We have five Sharknados. Mm-hmm. And they have a deal with sci-fi. And then the other thing that they have is they're also the movies that end up on your free streaming movie services. Yes. Oh, that's, that's true. And now I know you used to work for a company that did similar things. And so you know that those aren't necessarily the most profitable models out there. Um, I also signed an NDA, so we can't have this conversation. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> hypothetically, <laughs> I'm not making tons of money if I give Tubi.tv the, right. the rights to my movie. Um, however, I will say this. We just got a new streaming TV box mm-hmm. at home. I won't use the brand name that we have okay. because of some of the income coming into my house. Um <laughs> But we got a new box, and on that box, it lets you download tons of apps. And you'd be shocked. Maybe you wouldn't, but I was shocked at first to realize how many different services have actual ad-based free movie. And, and the thing is, they pitched like their greatest movie is the one they put on the cover of their app of like, well, we have this movie. Which, by the way, um, you then also, when you begin to look at all the apps, begin to realize, well, they all have the same movie because it's the one that nobody wants to, like no studio actually needs to make money off of. Um, so they all have the same 20-year-old blockbuster, deep-impact movie sitting on their shelves. But then they have all of Asylum movies. And I imagine that, you know, for people who are like, well, I don't want to pay for Netflix. And, mm-hmm. you know, I could watch a movie on Voodoo for free or whatever. Which is why I have my law. <laughs> Back to cookies. Yeah. My law of your generic crap doesn't get to... You ride the coattails of the more successful brand because you have the same color scheme or the same lettering. If it was a good enough cookie, they would just make their own little version of it. Little Debbie isn't always trying to make another version of something. It's just saying, hey, here's a cheap little Little Debbie thing. Right. So if you have a good, chewy, soft chocolate chip cookie, then you should be able to make it and not have to... Make it look exactly like another more popular chocolate chip cookie, and that's 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 my broader problem with all these food things is everything's just trying to trick you into actually getting them. It's oh, I bought this by mistake. Oh, this is so outrageous, I'll get it. We're supposed to be getting all these great food options because somebody's like, I found the best way to make meatloaf. I found the best way to make pizza. I found the best way to do all of these things. Not here's something so ridiculous. I know I can get you to tr- I can trick you into getting it. Or here's something that looks like what you want, and I'll hope that you make the mistake, and that way I can get your right. money. No, I agree. And that's why I want to outlaw it. Like, you can have your generic. You yeah. just got to choose a different color scheme and packaging. You don't get to rip it off. Yeah. This law is actually going to help the American worker, because now you're going to fi- have to go find creative people to employ to come up with new packaging. <laughs> Where before, you can just rip it off and be like, oh, well, we're taking that in there. Somebody's job is gone because yeah. you just took somebody else's design. And if I can't steal people's patents or trademarked or copyright material, you can't steal packaging. That's my law. There. Can't slap Rolex on a cheap watch. Why can you make... (laughs) You can't slap Chewy Chips Ahoy on another label. Right. And calling it Chipmate doesn't... (laughs) We we know what you're doing. So I got vegan products have to be marked as vegan. You also had... 
Oatmeal <laughs> and, and oatmeal raisin cookies now have to be bright pink. Right. And my laws today were banning children's alcohol. <laughs> children's alcohol. And getting rid of generic packaging. Like you have to have your own. Knockoff packaging. I agree. Let us know what you think of our laws. <laughs> <laughs> 